Okay, guys, welcome to Combo Courses. My name is Bruce, and this is a podcast where I talk about the cybersecurity field from the perspective of somebody who is in the cybersecurity field, how to get in this field, what you need to do. That's my main focus, but I do talk about risk management framework, how to do it. Um, I also talk about um, how to fix your resume to get in this field, how to make up to six figures. Very interested in any of this stuff that i talk about go to convocourses.com check it out got tons of courses lots of free stuff downloadables all you name it so go ahead and check it out we're updating um like every couple months i update certain certain courses that we already have out there now what you're looking at here on the screen if you happen to be watching me on youtube is somebody's resume they sent me this resume and they asked me to look at take a look at it because they uh are trying to transfer from one field to another trying to switch career paths and so that's my main focus today is going to be switching career paths i get a lot of questions about it because it and and um cybersecurity is blowing up like crazy and you uh, all, many other fields are kind of suffering so a lot of people are trying to get into this field and it pays this field pays really well okay let's get into this they, they sent me their resume and this is not their real name, of course. This is not their real contact information. But they they wanted to know um, if this was if it looked good. They sent it to a professional uh, resume service and wanted to know if if they had all of the the good stuff in there. And I could tell you, this is something that you can do yourself. You don't have to go to a professional resume service. It's better for you to just learn to do this yourself, so you can. At least it, you can always send it to them to a professional service and have them if you're willing to pay for all that stuff. But you you still need to know the field well enough to put your own spin on it, to put your own uh, to to polish whatever they're they're gonna give you, right? So I would highly recommend uh, taking my course. I have a course on here, and actually a portion of it is free. You can actually log into co uh, combocourses.com. Get in there for free and take part of my course where I talk about uh, resume building. Let me just show you what I'm talking about here. Convo Courses. You go to ConvoCourses.com and uh, you go to Resume Marketing for your cybersecurity. Because the name of the game is really marketing, right? And I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, some portion of this is actually free. For you to check out before you try before you buy kind of thing and i've got another one where it's breaking down how to write the resume not just marketing but how to actually write it what how to find keywords how what kinds of things are they are they looking for when they're looking for your resume those are the kinds of things i talk about in there so just go ahead and check it out now this right here i'm going to give you some free knowledge to figure this out now i can see that they put all the right keywords in here and that's fine but what you want to do, if I'm a corporation, I'm looking for an IT professional, what I'm really looking for is somebody who has experience in these things that they're talking about. They're saying that these are the core competencies. I want to see that you've done these and I want to know how you've implemented them in an environment. That's really what I want to see. So this is fine to put this something like this in here just for the sake of getting keywords or whatever. And, and um, yeah. And some of this is like kind of off. I can tell it kind of copy and pasted it from somewhere. But 
there there are keywords in here so i don't know um i would um you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna go ahead and, and edit this how i would do it so first of all i think it's okay to have objectives that's cool certifications that's cool if you have a degree you probably want to put it up here as well but what i'm going to do is i'm going to take all this core competency stuff and i'm going to put it elsewhere because the reason why i'm moving this stuff is because i don't see a use for it uh up top in a resume i want to if i'm looking at a resume i want hard-hitting stuff that's going to get straight to the point right and this stuff i'm going to put it at the bottom core competencies at the bottom i want to see like what did you do hard-hitting things would be your education now he's got education in here that is relevant to our field uh, I would put this this would be better on top to be honest with you he's got security plus oh security plus training okay uh, 14 hours training okay so this is also stuff I would I would put at the bottom I would put at the bottom um, degree I don't see any degrees here in IT IT degrees are very highly sought after um, okay I'm gonna take this take a chance and I'll put this over here right above core competencies that's what I would do and then I'm going to I'm gonna go up here and okay let's get rid of this page right here the reason why I'm doing this the reason why I'm doing because you want to put your hard-hitting stuff as close to the top as you want to get straight to the point you got to remember these people who are reviewing your resumes they're probably seeing hundreds of resumes and you you have to get just get to the point you got to get to the point okay experience let's just say experience let's just say experience that's what we're gonna do just right to the point driver field technician all right they said processes and fulfills client requests okay so this is very vague very very vague we want to know how is it relevant to what what we do in the IT field so I'm gonna put just this is something for them I'm just gonna put some notes in here what I'm putting is how does this relate to IT right so I would put something like what I'm expecting to see when I say processes and fulfills client requests and resolves complaints, I'm expecting to see something like um, troubleshoot, uh, such as like this is just an example, such as um, help desk. Let's say computer, computer support. Tickets, troubleshooting, networking issues, networking issues in the field. So that this is telling them the, the employer, hey, this person has experience uh, troubleshooting in IT. And I'm just going to put the example here. You want to put specific examples of what you did. And then another thing you could do is troubleshooting what kinds of systems, you know, what kinds of 
systems. You, you might want to put Linux systems or um, Linux-based, uh, let's see how we can slip that in there, such as computer support tickets. Let's say, instead of computer support, let's say Linux, Red, let's be more specific, Red Hat Linux support tickets compute we can do like this computer support and then put red hat linux in parentheses we just want to be specific like we want them to know here's what i've done here is my experience so you can't just say in the next bullet listen to this handles and processes client boxes containers and files like you got to be more specific even if i was looking for to hire this person in transport transportation i'd want to know more details like what kind of client boxes what kind of containers are is it sensitive info is it sensitive cargo is it like you want to be specific when you're talking about this kind of stuff manages electronic records too vague um an example might be let me just see if I can come up with with a quick example. Manages electric, electronic records. I don't even know. Like that's so vague. I don't even know what to say about this. But one thing that cybersecurity people do is, you know, that sounds similar to this is um, ensures they they make sure that audit logs are turned on and and monitor audit logs. That's that's a cybersecurity thing that you might do. So what you could say instead of manages electronic records, you could say ensures system, let's say ensures audit logs are being, are enabled, are enabled on Red Hat Linux and Microsoft systems so that's that's one thing you could say Red Hat Red Hat okay I spelled it wrong Red Hat Linux so you see how I'm being specific here how I'm being like really getting in in the weeds on this one this is what I did we ensured audit logs uh, are enabled on Red Hat Red Hat and Microsoft systems and then what it also what we did was provided provided continuous continuous monitoring on on critical on mission essential systems so th this is something that you do as a cybersecurity professional it's a normal thing you do so so far this is not looking good for whoever wrote if he took this to a professional service I would expect way better information than this from somebody some somebody I paid yeah so this is why it's very important to learn exactly how to do this yourself and what the employers want so that you can always know you know what what to put in there no matter what 
it, no matter how, it, what other jobs you've had, things like that. And then I'm just going to give a note here for him. I'm just saying, more specific and related to IT, this is just an example. There you go. That's what I would do if I was him. What else can we say here? Uh, destroys confidential and secure documentation, electronic files according to procedure. Retrieves documents from secure safe. Okay, so this is this is actually a security thing that you could you could uh, make this sound this because this is actually something you do as a security person where you have to just make sure you got to safely dispose of sensitive information and that's you know or end of life equipment you have to safely dispose of it so you probably just want to put it in in words that are more in in line with an IT professional so i would i would definitely change all of this stuff and i'm trying to look for more stuff and i will take my time and go through this this resume just to help this person out but I think that for the sake of this video, um, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to move on. But I'm looking at it and it's just not a lot of IT work. And what I would do if I was this person is I would – they're shooting for the moon here. They're saying they want to be an information system security officer, but they don't have any experience at all. Um, very, very little experience in IT. I would, if I was them, I would go for a computer, a, uh, not to say that, you know, it's okay to shoot for the moon and stuff, but realistically, without a degree, and I, I'm not saying, unless I forgot, I'm missing something, without a degree, it's, it's going to be really hard to get this kind of position, unless you have maybe, one of the things you could probably get is a, a security clearance, because they're really willing to look overlook a lot of things when you have a security clearance, so that might be helpful. What I would do if I was this person is if they are already working in a in a IT in a in a organization that has an IT department, I would apply for the IT department. You know, ISO Information System Security Officer work it requires that you have some experience or a bachelor's degree or some kind of background in IT or security, something like that. You this person if you have zero actual hands-on experience with IT or very 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 little then or just from your house you probably want to start off with like a help desk job or a computer secure a computer support job something like that where you're actually hands-on with troubleshooting first then build up from there that's what I would do and I'm gonna go through this resume on my own time here I have some other questions that I want to address and they're related to somebody asked me tools what are the tools for being an ISO they said specifically I registered for your course on combo courses and they said I would like to know what IT tools or programs I need to know before applying for an information system security job so it really depends on the actual position so it so what you could do to find out what actual jobs you need is if you go to indeed.com 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 is good dice.com is good 
career builder career jet linkedin all of those are great places to start and do research on jobs so if you go to and you want to type your area wherever it is let's say if it was remote i'm, I'm on indeed.com right now and it says what what job title what company you want to work for i'm gonna go iso information security officer uh, and the very first job it says it's with it's a remote position with Kairos is information system security engineer job and what I'm doing is looking at this job that opened they're urgently hiring and uh, opened a, about a day ago and they're saying experience this is where they're gonna tell you what they want you to have what kind of programming experience if you what kind of tools you need to know like right away uh they're explaining that they want experience with implementing computer and network security mechanisms right they want and this is just one job by the way this is just one position some won't this might be completely different from this they're looking for you to be able to have analysis skills procedure testing generation test ex execution for four years is required they're saying that they want you to have validation uh validation and testing tools experience that's like nessus they're specifically mentioned in nessus here four years required they're looking for uh, computer security in uh, securing networks and then emas specifically emas is a tool that allows you to document the risk management framework process um, another tool that's similar to this would be Archer and uh, another one would be sometimes organizations have homegrown products it's basically it's just a it's a um, governance and risk management tool that collects data like it you can upload scan scan results you can upload uh, artifacts like uh, security uh, a security assessment results you can upload like say a system security plan you can upload uh, it'll have like all the security controls for the system you know it'll have the description of the system all the controls of the system and then it'll track those controls that's what that's one of the things that emas will do but so that's a tool that large organizations in the D department of defense uses um, but let me just give you i just want to kind of give you to answer, fully answer this question we give you a an example of other kinds of things that they might be looking for let's look for and this okay here's one this is an ISO job in Washington DC it's remote and they are looking for let's go to job description uh, they are looking for looking for tools and yeah okay and programs that they want you to know and these guys aren't going into any kind of specific okay assess vulnerabilities to ascertain if additional safeguards are needed to ensure systems are patched and so this they're telling you what they need but they're not going into any tools but i can tell you if you're if you are going to be assessing vulnerabilities you need to know Typically, if you knew Nessus or if you knew Qualys or if you knew the results, really not necessarily how to scan a lot of times, you just need to know like what the, what, how to read the results. So if you have, say, experience like two years with 
re uh, retina scanner or, or Nessus. Typically, if you have some experience with this scanner, you can read the results of any other these other scanners because you'll know that it'll have a, a vulnerability ID. You'll know that it has a it is going to refer to a, a CVE or a, a common vulnerability. Um, I can't remember what the E is. <laughs> a uh, a CVE code, it which is like a vulnerability um, code that it uh, uh, tracks different vulnerabilities across uh Microsoft vendors, Oracle vendors, any kind of vulnerability, it's like a CV, it's a code that tracks all kinds of vulnerabilities. So it will have the, the typical scanners will be linked to a CVE code, it'll have a, a vulnerability ID, it'll have the re, the results of how it how it figured out um the that vulnerability, it'll have what you can do, the solution to fix that vulnerability, it'll have um what what consequences sometimes of if you don't fix it here's what could happen you could get exploited like this or that so you having that skill is much more valuable than just knowing how to use nessus or how to use just qualis you having the skills to actually interpret those results is very 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 powerful it's going to help you out in any job and they're not see this one's not mentioned in any i'm kind of scanning through this it doesn't mention any specific tool, but they they are mentioning a couple of different skill sets: promote information security, uh, information security awareness by providing training. These guys want you to train. See, that's a skill set. They want you to be able to train. Um, ensure all systems are operated and maintained and disposed of in accordance with documented security policies and procedures including but not limited to assessment uh authorization so this is right right here this is risk management framework they want you to know risk management framework um document say maintain develop and maintain documents such as a system security plan privacy impact assessment uh configuration management plan it so to answer the question let's just go back to the question here so i can stay focused their question was, what IT tools or programs do I need before applying for information security job? It depends on the job, but I can tell you there's a few that they kind of expect you to know. Like there's, there's a couple of skill sets that most information system security officers will know. And that's vulnerabilities. How do you interpret a vulnerability? How, and then knowing how this vulnerability will impact my organization. That's really like a whole suite of different skills to know how to do that. Because what vulnerability are we talking about? Are we talking about a Windows vulnerability? Is it, a, is it an Oracle vulnerability dealing with databases? Is it a Java vulnerability? What kind of vulnerability? And is it affecting the network? Is it on the inside of the network? Is it on the internal network? Is it on the DMZ? Is it in the uh, outside, the external network? Where is it? So that's really skill based. Like you have to have experience having seen what risks this vulnerability will have on this particular organization. As far as like tools that I could point out to you, a scanner, like if you've had any kind of experience with a vulnerability scanner uh, and the results, like a Nessus scanner, a Qualys, um, what other ones do you have? At, um, 
uh, Reddit scanners. There's hundreds of different scanners out there. The more that you're familiar with them, the better. Really, the results and what they can do for you um, is the most important thing. Because I know plenty of information system security officers never touched a scanner before. But I guarantee you they've seen the results of a scanner before. Um, other tools will be like EMAS. One of them mentioned EMAS. But not EMAS. I've never even touched EMAS before. But I, I'm so familiar with those kinds of tools that I guarantee you, if you gave me EMAS, I would know how to use it because they all have the same features. They have very similar features. I've used Archer before. I've used internally developed uh, systems before. I, we used to use this one called EIDTR. They all do the same thing. They collect information for the risk management framework process. Another one's called Exacta. So those are some of the tools that ISOs use. Um, uh, I can tell you this, <laughs> uh, one tool that you really need to know, hands down, is spreadsheets, Excel spreadsheets. That's a big one. Word, of course, uh, but Excel spreadsheets are, you, you really need to know that. And most people do not have a basic knowledge of how to use them. But m most organizations, no, all the organizations that I've worked with who have an ISO uh, have a use Excel spreadsheets extensively. All right, so I hope that answers your question. Depends on the job um, to know what specific tools, but everybody needs to have a certain skill set related to what vulnerabilities impact what part of the organization. You need to be able to do that. Okay, so here's another question that I got and somebody was wondering if they if I could offer them an, an advice on pivoting from the private pivoting to a cybersecurity role in the private sector. Now they're trying to get into the private sector or I was wondering if you could offer some advice from pivoting to a cybersecurity role in the cyber the private sector. Some of my background, they said that they have four years of IT experience in outside of the private sector and two years of experience in the private sector. Um, and they're trying to get into this private sector. but So I assume that they're a DOD contractor, okay? Uh, let me see. The certifications, they have a Security Plus, uh, a CYSA they have a bachelor's degree currently working on a master's degree master's degree they it says uh, currently I work as a DOD contractor as a system administrator I love the technical t I love the technical background of of it but my passion background is cybersecurity I'm 24 years old and I am new to the cyber the private sector I am Appreciative of my current role in uh, SCIF, which is um, very it's classified work with the Department of Defense, more than likely. I look at working with my craft okay. I would like to pivot to an ISO role, but I don't, I do not have direct experience. Um, this is my. This is my issue when I'm applying for cybersecurity jobs out of college. I realized that there is no entry level cybersecurity jobs due to the experience required. How how can I pivot to an ISO cybersecurity role with no direct experience? A lot of roles 
want you to be proficient in in tools such as Nessus, Emas, Exacta frameworks such as CS, uh, CNSS, and NIST series. I know that the ISO role is the compliance side of the cybersecurity. I like the auditing compliance side of security, but I would miss the technical side. Okay, I'm looking up with and I was look I was looking up what an ISSA and a uh, ISSE does that's an information system security engineer does and it seems like it's the perfect combination of everything grateful for your content and then hard it's hard finding information about DOD private sector cybersecurity jobs outside the community all right I'm hopefully I understand what he's saying I'm a little confused on whether they're trying to be because they keep saying ISO, but they want to be in the private sector. A lot of ISO jobs are in the public sector. But I can give you my two cents because um, I've done every I've done an ISO work outside of the Department of Def uh, outside of um, the federal agencies, and I've done it inside the federal agencies. So public and private sector—that's what they mean. Public sector meaning you work. In the government somewhere like you work for NASA you work for the CIA you work for the Federal Bureau of Investigation private means like Google Facebook or a company who uh, does contracts with the FBI or the CIA or whatever but they also do B2B with Google or Facebook or whoever you know I've done both of those fields um, so I can really speak to both of these so what I'll do is to answer this question is start off by saying if this person is a if you're watching this if you are a system administrator you said I work for a DOD contractor as a system uh, system administrator that's awesome because that means that you have direct Windows Server 2000 experience direct uh, Linux server experience you know that you know, you have a practical understanding of how to actually secure uh, information systems or computers, servers, things like that. You have practical understandings of networking, how this system networks, what are the services that are running on it, how could somebody exploit those services. You have a practical understanding of that. So right, right away, you are uh, heads and shoulders above many people who are in the ISO field, who are already ISOs, and you have experience over people who have zero experience, goose egg, you know. So you're starting with something I could work with. All right. So what you want to do, it's really going to come down to your resume. So in the very beginning of this, I talked about in my courses, I'm teaching you exactly what to put on your resume, how to find that information yourself, where to market yourself. Those are all the stuff that I talk about in combo courses. But right now, I'm going to give you some free information. How would I go about doing this? Well, number one, you want to build out your resume and highlight all the areas, all the things you've done from a security perspective. Like if you worked on a, a server before as a system administrator, you've created accounts. You've deleted accounts. You've maintained it. You've taken people's accounts away. 
all of this is what we call access controls. So you don't put that on your resume. You have done work with um, access um, implementing and uh, securing access control measures on uh, Windows Server 2016, right? So those are the kinds of things you want to say in a resume. You want to focus on all security things that you've done. If you've ever turned on auditing on a system, if you've ever monitored the Windows, the event logs on your system, if you've ever worked directly with the security policy people, you want to put that on your resume. If you've ever um, removed uh, malware, uh, Trojans off of a, a system, if you've ever turned on the um, antivirus on a system or updated the signatures on antivirus, if you've turned on the host-based intrusion protection system on a Windows system, if you've ever scanned a Windows system and can understand the results, those are the kinds of things you want to put on your resume. So you can actually bill yourself on there as a, a cybersecurity person. Like you've done cybersecurity before, you just need to put in there that you've done cybersecurity. Now what a lot of system administrators tend to do is they're very heavy on the technical what how they implemented what they installed patches they've put in things like that which is fine you can actually leave all that in but you want to focus on the patching cuz patching is a security thing you want to sp focus on removal of vulnerabilities on your system like you had a scan and it's showing that you guys didn't lock down the passwords well enough you guys have uh 6 character passwords with no complexity in there but you you've up you went in there and you uploaded those things you i mean updated those things to have a 12 character password or multi-factor authentication those are the kinds of things that you want that people who are in my field in cybersecurity want to see we want to see that you've done you've implemented cyber you you understand not only do you understand it but you've implemented multi-factor authentication you not only do you understand uh, auditing but you've implemented auditing on this or that system if you've ever put a firewall in place if you've ever worked with the firewall people that's the kind of stuff you want to put in there so number one on your resume put all the highlight all the security features that you've done number one number two once you've done that make sure lots of keywords in there now what do I mean by keywords if you want to find keywords go to linkedin.com Go to Indeed.com. Go to CareerJet, wherever, right? Wherever you can find resumes, really. Resumes and and uh, and uh, job descriptions. Those will have tons and tons and tons of keywords. Type in Information System Security Officer or ISO. Look at the descriptions. Look at the other people's resumes. Look for keywords. You'll see a pattern. You'll see a pattern of repeated words that they're using over and over again. Those are the keywords you want to have in your resume, right? So, for example, they might say, "In system, uh, in a system administrator might say, I, I put a user, I made sure I, um, I um, created user accounts, right? That's fine, but the the, from a security perspective, what we would say is something like access control, or um, because access control and role based uh, users." is is our language because we're always worried about what rights does this user have you know you want to stick with access control access control lists what did you do to uh what did you do to modify change or fix 
the security features of that user. You want to focus on the security features of the user, not necessarily that you put users in there. If you've installed a system, that's great. You know, you would say as a system administrator, I installed this system. But we want to see uh, what did you do to secure that system that's in place? That's what you got to focus on. So when you're looking at those keywords, you'll notice that they use different words that talk about the privileges, the roles, the security features of that system. And so get those keywords in there. Once you have your keywords in there, once you've highlighted all security features, you want to put your resume everywhere. You want to put your resume everywhere. Now, if you're willing to move um, to another state, then sky's the limit. You can, you're going to get a job for sure. You want to put your job, your resume on LinkedIn at the very bare minimum, monster.com, LinkedIn, dice.com as a bare minimum. Um, in my course, I go into tons of all kinds of tips and tricks for each one and where I put all my resume everywhere. And the reason, and, and that's the reason I'm continuously, even now during COVID-19, I'm still getting job offers all the time, weekly. Um, that can be you if you follow what I just said. I just basically gave you everything that I do <laughs> uh, and from a high level to, to get jobs constantly, uh, get constantly offered jobs. And I think that that's going to be it for this podcast. Um, I tried to do this live, but I'm having some real issues with my my actual network is is not good, not good enough to do live. So I'm I'm not sure if I'll be able to continue to do lives. It's it's just kind of weird what's going on with my connectivity. I kind of live out in the middle of nowhere. So if you're used to actually joining me on the lives and everything and asking me live questions, I will, I'm gonna have to work on it. I'm not I'm not sure what's going on, but we'll uh, I'll keep looking at it. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Appreciate everybody. Um, I ask answer as many questions as I can um, every week. And um, I will be back here next week. Talk to you guys later.